And here they come. Louth, O'Brien, O'Neill, Conlon, White, Coleman, Bean, Riley, Cunningham, O'Donnell, Lynch, McDonnell, Rose, Smith, Blood, and me and... Breaks inside to Stephen White. The one man that can do it, and he's done it! A goal for Louth. Paulo Hanlon, a vital touch. Now he's Stephen White to his right. This must be it! It is! I don't believe it! Kildare must be out of the Leicester Championship. At midfield, wearing number eight, the first all-star ever from Louth, would you welcome Paddy Keenan. Arguably the most popular of tonight's winners, Paddy has led from the front for Louth since his championship introduction in 2003. Here's a chance for Rooney! What a goal by J.P. Rooney! And then it happened. Bean sends in from the sideline and Sean Cunningham finishes it at the net. Loud are in front. And here it is. Loud are All-Ireland champions for the third time. Last and by no means least in this Loud Championship Series podcast is... The Laird Junior Championship. The Christy Bailey Cup. Who's going to bring it home? Who's going to claim that glory at the end of the year? Who's going to move up to the ranks? We'll, find, we'll soon find out. Right, so 14 teams this year. As Joe Bradley would say, it's participation is key. And I suppose that message has been taken and listened below in Stonetown and Anaminian Rovers are entering for the first time since 2011. They took a little break there, but of a sabbatical of sorts, eight years away from competing in the championship. Supposed to safeguard their existence, and they did that, and they, they won a, a 2A or 2B championship in 2016, and it's just great to have them back. So before we begin, it's nearly a triumph in itself to fair play to for getting on the field. Um, Christy Bellew is really always tough one to call and we've had some fantastic finals now in the past few years like for the when one well maybe last year was a bit of a dog fight between Glyde and the Young Irelanders but then you look at what the Young Irelanders went on and did it just shows the standard of the competition and how much teams can aspire to if they, they see the Irelanders doing that last year there's no reason why they can't go on and go on a run and then the two finals before that you had two big underdog shocks entertaining games and probably the pick of the three finals at the time um, the Kevins beating Tully Allen Tully Allen then getting the better of talents during the year before last so great competition uh, and the standard I feel has rose in uh, in recent years as well there's definitely a higher quality and higher depth of panels and now when you look at the 3A and 3B, that is only added to it and it's going to add to this year's championship. There's a consistency there, there's teams playing each other at the same level. There's not very many one-sided games, they're playing a lot of football, more than they would have. And it just means teams can get games into their, into their bodies, they can uh, plan accordingly, they can uh, get the preparations right for the championship. And you see that now in a couple of the the group, a couple of the groupings, and the way the the way the thing is panning out, and the way it looks, the, the way the way the Christie Bailey looks like you've you've two groups of three, and then you have two groups of four, and as with most years as well, you have a lot of uh, you have a lot of uh, local rivalries, all that uh, RD hinterland, and then the few around on Dock and North Loud as well. So, it'll be very interesting. 
Um, I'll give my verdict at the end, but uh, I'll first I'll get on the way with group number one. That's the Bannon Parnells, Landlear, and the Cahulling Gales. Right, so we start with the Bannon. Um, it's a tough year for them so far on the new manager, Tom Rooney. Um, they're lying bottom of Division 3A, and they haven't, been, they haven't been going rightly at all. And I don't know why. Like They have some good players in there. Um, I suppose I get in with the step-up player that would be uh, Young Klusky, the forward, his bags of pace. David Klusky, I think he has the potential. He has bags of pace. He has... Um, He's an eye for goal. He he can uh, carry the ball if he goes deeper out the field. Um, I think he's a, he's a prospect, but they will be relying on the, the Jigginses. Um, usually, they're stalwarts out there, and they'll also be eyeing up the Cahulling Gales. Who'll also be eyeing them up, and the Cahulling Gales are probably benefiting a lot from the the three B and the most northerly place team in the county. Like they definitely feel there's a scalp in this demand because of the competitive nature of that league campaign behind them and they'll be full of confidence especially after the dismal showing last season and uh, with both teams eyeing each other up that'll be that'll be hard that'll be uh, a nice little tasty opener um, but as far as uh, the group uh, that'll be the battle for the runner up because as far as the the group winners is concerned it's going to be uh, for me Lanlear um, Dunlear like they've been knocking on the door constantly They've always been in the mix. They compete well with the top sides. Put it, I've seen them last year in particular against the Malachies and they kick some scores. They kick massive, massive total. And like the, the, they're fairly solid at the back. I know they've got a new manager, Mark Gilston. The Glide manager took Glide to two junior finals. He's over them now. So there'll be a little more emphasis on attack and play um, with John O'Connor gone to the O'Connells who kind of brought that infrastructure with them. With them. But um, I think Lenlea, are, are, they're, they're a solid team. Very solid. Uh, no real over-weaknesses anywhere across the field. And then Step Up Star, mentioned them last year on the... Um, on the podcast and the championship podcast the first time I seen him I thought he's a really good player and he's he's, he's bounced on since that and that's Piers Hawkins who is with the uh, Laird, who's with the Laird on the 20s this year he started in the midfield for the Wexford game and played quite well too great pair of hands and uh, he'll definitely I, I can't see him not being involved with Laird next season the, the senior panel so uh, oh and ever Cahulling Gales um, step up player let me see and it's uh, Jordan Loy, good young chap, uh, plays in the wing forward for uh, Cahulling Gales, and uh, he's racking up a few scores. Just found out recently that uh, the Armagh sub goalie lives in Omeet and is from Omeet, um, Shane O'Hanlon. So maybe we, we might poach him back. Um, but after the season Armagh had, he, he might want to stick around, um, especially if McGinney stays or if he goes even. But uh, yeah, so that I I I uh, I still fancy Stabannon to come second in that group. So out of top, I would have Lanlear. Uh, I think Dunlear are, 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 could go. They're one of my four contenders. We we'll get to that. We we'll get that at, at, at the end. So moving on, next is uh, Group Two, which has the Malachies, the Tones, and Dowdles Hill in that group, and um, it's probably. Um, wouldn't be the opposite. It's a group of life, really, um, in terms of the three teams' uh, positions in the league. They wouldn't be up at the top of any of those three A or three Bs. And uh, 
fact that you have two teams from 3B in there, it um, it bodes well for the Malachies who, um, given the performance last year as well against Young Irelanders, they were hammered in the league just before it, and they probably uh, tried to pull the wool over the Young Irelanders' eyes and come out in the quarter final and ran the Irelanders very close. So new manager Noel Litchfield has he certainly a lot to work with, and then like avoiding the big guns in the group, building on last year. Getting out of the group, they have a fair chance. I suppose step up stars, um, Patrick Moley's made we would have a step up in playing full four for the late juniors this year. But uh, Jamie Kelly for me is a player that, that has a uh, pace and ability there that that could be uh, nurtured into something as well. Jack Caron as well is good, good chap in the around the centre, maybe centre forward or centre midfield. Very strong, strong player. But uh, yeah. Um, that's really the Malachies in a nutshell. Like um, to have that still a Ronan Green there, that bit of a senior experience and intercounty experience, even um, with the loss of Jamie Clark and uh, Kevin Rogers, uh, two classy players who who've left for different reasons. And then who has the group? The Tones and um, Martin Smith still over them. Um, the potential. I think there's there's great potential there with the Tones. There always is. And they're making slow but steady progress in the the drip feeding of young players coming through. When they do get their act together, the massive region and draw the, um, and when it'll probably stop um, the likes of the ta- the kills Robin players like the likes of Kieran Ward, um, Niall Smith, their captain. He he went to them and he's come back. Um, Another player there, uh, Rory Hanlon, who was under, who was a Laird minor last year. He's gone to the Kills and be in that area as well. But uh, another another trip to the knockout stage would go a long way with them. And I suppose uh, step up star will be Mark Ligigioni. Um Played well for the under twenties last year. Started, I think, in cornerback. What is five inside full back line anyway? So he's one to keep your eye on. They kind of went a little bit backwards last year, but they were, they were quite solid the year before. So. They'll be eyeing up knockout stages as well, uh, especially um, especially with the the youth and the fannings there there in the spine as well are always solid. So uh, the tour team in it is Dowdles Hill, and they have a new management this year, Pat Conlon, and like they've secured the playoff spot in the league, and we've got with one game to spare, maybe two games to spare, and um, so they can set their sights on like making it good dint on it they'll feel they can take a scalp off the Malachies and, and beat the Tones uh, got a few new players in a few players back that look to improve their prospects as well um, Jack Magali would be the step up player um, for me bit of youth in a team that is lacking a lot of youth uh, and then oh, I suppose suffering the injury Justin Halley suffered in one of the most recent league games going to get them a massive dent so I'm going to tip the Malachies to top the group and the Tones to come second only just um, so on to group 3 this is the first of the four teamers and uh, why not start with the team that um, has gone so close in this past two years that are operating at Division 2 football that's Glide Rangers they can't be discounted. I know, like, you might feel like they agonisingly lost the past two finals. 
last year they ran they ran Ireland as close to a a penalty that decided it the year before they were just completely stung by um, Tully Allen on the day and like you're starting at the bottom of the mountain and like psychologically it's going to be a tough ass for them I think the ta- they can do especially when you look at the talent they have the Sheridans um, Keane Fiacra uh, Kieran, Connor Connor's probably classiest what it's about Mark O'Brien Trevor O'Brien Brian Duffy, Devaney's coming back into it. I know they've lost the Morans, um, but serious talent there. Um, once they get, maybe they get a bit of momentum, get a couple of wins under the belt, they might just go all the way with that pressure off them slightly. So, not out of the realm for them. Um, a step up star for me uh, is, is a player I kind of li- I liked the look of. Is the returning uh, Dion Conlon um, can play in the middle, big man can play wing forward. There's a lot of work rate about him. Can kick scores as well. There's also Aaron Devlin's a nice little tidy little player. David Brennan's not a bad goalkeeping option. Um, and the two Sharons in the middle, Kane and uh, at full back, he's gone back to midfield this year. And Kieran as well. Two good chaps, two good players, and they. Uh, they they have the ability to to step up as well. Um, who else? Who's in the group? Who's the other three teams? Well, I suppose uh, we go with Animanian Rovers as well. Um, not just down the road from the Lide. Um, they're back competing, like I said. Limited resources, but uh, it's just great to have them there. And you you just hope they don't get too big of defeats because if they're in with like they'd like to glide could put a big score on them. the westerns even the Mitchells in the opening day out I know they'll have plenty of enthusiasm there and it's probably nice to get, get the Mitchells on the first day out rather than the likes of glide to knock the momentum completely out of them but um, yeah hopefully they've Aidan Kerr and Alan Finnegan over them and then step up stars I suppose there's two two chaps that aren't bad um, to get their, their um, names on the score sheet quite regularly um, David Marin and uh, Fergal Mark, you know, Marky's playing a more defensive role this year. But uh, two two nice young players, and uh, they'll enjoy being back competing at that level as well, which is which is brilliant. Never actually been to Aluminium Rovers. I've never been down to the pitch. Must actually take a road trip down and check it out. And it's probably the only pitch I haven't been to in loud. But uh, up next is the the Westerns. Callaghan is gone. Um, they have uh, they have uh, an ex-player Patrick Bannon in charge he would have been over them for a couple of years um, so like the Reyes 10 boys they've uh, the top 3B with ease like really but re- in, a, in a way that makes a statement that they mean business that uh, they're the best of the rest and because of that they're, they're probably up there as well um, as usual they look to Tommy to do the business, um, and like if they get the right draw, they they, they could they can beat anyone on the day if Tommy gets going, um, and uh, you couldn't put it past them. I think um, the opening day against Lyle will be a really fascinating game with local rivalry and freshness at the start. Whoever wins that game will will decide the group. I think. Um, I think Glide will top the group and I think the Westerns will just get ahead of the Mitchells before I go on to the Mitchells I'll give the Westerns step up a star 
Um, the two Ogles aren't bad chaps. They're not bad footballers at all. Um, but um, this chap, he, he was very good for the Community College down the years. Um, Care. Uh, what's his first name? Is Connor Care? Aidan Care? Connor. Connor, I think. Yeah, he was he was good for the Irish schools down the years, and he definitely won Lennon Cups with them. So he's a chap who who could um, get the training from, could could have the potential to step up. So moving on to the Mitchells, they have Eddie Coyle is over them, and um, John Gallagher, the minor, the under twenty top player, his father's helping out as well. Um, they're, they're flat to deceive, like they really have. Like you look at them and they look like a fine team, well built, all there, good, nice forwards. Uh, James Clark in the middle of the field, they're strong down the spine. They, um, well, well, I suppose John Gallagher has he'll be the step up player, or Trevor Matthews as well, um, as well as another good player, Sean Sweeney as well. Couple of good young players coming in, um, but they they lack that consistency, and it looks like that even in the league as well, the league campaign. Um, oh, David Anderson's a good goalie as well. But yeah, they just seem to lack that something, that, that consistency to bring them on. And I think they, they have really serious potential. Then they'll have uh, Niall Carroll will be a big boost to them. Um, joins his brother Ryan in the in the squad. And Niall will bring that experience from playing in senior finals with the Marys. And uh, he'll hope to pass on that knowledge. But they're better than they're showing the Mitchells, especially this past few seasons. I don't think they get out of the. I don't think they get out of the group last year. Um, I remember seeing them again the, against the Bannon. Yeah, they didn't. No, they definitely didn't. But uh, they had the potential. They're the, they're the biggest potential to come second. But will they get over the Western? I don't think so. So I think it'd be Glyde top in that group and the Western second. John Gallagher looks like a fine prospect. He really he's superb when, it, when, he, got, when he gets on a hot streak. He is hot. He uh, kicked serious points in that. Uh, he kicked five in the second half alone in that under-20 game against Wexford in uh, Drogheda. He was really, really sharp, really positive. Um, has the eye for a score. Like, if he goes, he could he could take over the, the junior grade and fire them into the latter stages, you know. There's, that, there's always that potential as well. But a bit like John, um, loads of potential there, but still flat and deceived. Like, he hasn't... Put that consistency together. Um, so, looking out for a strong season from the Mitchells this year. And then the last group, Group Four, with the the final group with uh, four teams in it as well. And that has Roach, the Knicks, Napiercy, and the Sean McDermott's. Really, really tough group. Really tough, 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 tough group. Um, the Sean's have improved slightly as well. Um, they're. Uh, they pushed the Westerns, to, like uh, Tommy Kirk's in over them, he uh, won a couple of minor, would have managed the Sean's down the years, won a couple of minors at the Mary's past few years and got back into senior football, so he has that pedigree there, he knows the crack around Churchtown as well. Um, they pushed the Westerns, like I say, in Division 3B, and uh, they're also a team that has potential there as well, um, if they get going, uh, Mark Duffy's their captain, and... Uh, it is tough now. It'll be a tough ask against the likes of the Piercy and Roach, especially. But um, credit to them, they've they've they've, uh, they've got a run together and they've they're, they're building towards championship football nicely. I suppose a step up star similar to um, 
similar to uh, the Dowdles Hill, slight lack of youth coming through there in the team and their age profile. But Duffy himself is a good player. Keith um, Mardy um, has the potential to be really good. A um, bit of a wild card. Um, the two Ludens aren't bad chaps. Um, Emmett Duffy as well. So there's a few there. Locker Miles, I remember him. Uh, tidy little forward, 40 yards, man. Uh, but then, like like I'm on about the age profile, there's still a Brendan McGatton coming in and being a massive servant to not only the Sean's but to loud football in general. It's just incredible. It really, really is incredible every single year. Not to be sniffed at at all. Another team not to be sniffed at at all in Division 4 is the team that everyone I feel has forgotten about. It's the team that has dropped from intermediate grade. Um, especially the league formers pulled the wool over people's eyes regarding the potential of Napierty and Dundalk. Having come down from a higher level, um, that undoubtedly stands to them. Like um, there's, there's some very good forwards. And Mark Larkin is very good. He's probably... He's probably, just looking at it now and thinking about it now, he's probably the best forward in junior football. Barry O'Hare might have something to say about that, scoring-wise, but all round, I'd say Mark Lark is probably the best the best forward in that grade. Um, just a couple of step-up players. Um, Robbie Murphy, Robert Murphy's good for a wing forward. Nice, stylish footballer. Um Another chap, Mulholland, cornerback, and Conal Shields as well, and good footballer as well. But they'll they'll be relying on McGauley's and McCarthy's there as well to maybe go on a run and go straight back up. They'll probably find that uh, they'll have that extra bit of extra bit of time on the ball and maybe maybe do the business and go and go all the way, um, but. They'll certainly be tested by Roach Emmett's the, the the No, it's not the last team, sorry, no, I'll go the Knicks first. Um, Dave Lydon's over them. Ballina, Stephen Ice, um put a played in All Ireland Club Finals with Mayo Man. And uh, they're like they're building for the future to be fairness to them, like they're redeveloping literally re- redeveloping their uh, clubhouse, which is ongoing. They struggle in the league. Um but they seem to be a little bit more of a consistent outfit. Not that many walkovers this season. Um, but um, then the few players returning, like Paddy Morton, Eddie Carr, playing little um, boost their championship prospects. Uh, Young Kerwin again is the is the is the step up player. Always muted with a move out of the place, so it's great that he's still there. Um, and yeah, so like the next of the next to. They, they can play the ball when they want to just get about getting the the 15 lads on the field um, I suppose now last team I'll mention and probably everyone's favourites and uh, probably uh, my favourites as well but, but I'll get to that in a minute I'll get to the final four in a minute um, but yeah um, with a whisker last year like only for uh, was it Fergus Sheikhi's bit of his glove brushed it onto the crossbar off Daniel O'Connell's shot that goes in during, during the final um, and we see how well the young know, Ireland did Paddy McGuinness is in and he seems to have the, the forward boys moving very well very fit um, like winning the league with a couple of games to spare is impressive as well especially um, with with the likes of um, the Piercy down there as well and Glenn Emmett's 
so that 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 sets the form guides out and kind of lets people talk them up a bit. McGuinness has done well in Calivi and Hunterstown. Good manager, uh, seems to have a bit about him, and uh, straight away he's laying down the line with with the with the Roach, who um, haven't seemed to play well with the potential they have as well. That like they've kind of dipped off this past few years, but now their their focus is. Are very much aligned, and uh, they look the strongest team going into this junior championship, and the most likely to win the Christie Bellew Cup. Um, they have a ton of good chaps. They had a couple on the minor team that weren't bad at all. Um, two on the on the twenty squad, and then probably step up star will be Liam Daw, who showed well for that at the lad under twenties. Um, he's he's playing in around the middle of the field this year, and uh, seems to suit him around around the middle there. And uh, they'll be looking to him to power them on. There's a couple of Carties still there. Kevin Callahan, great warrior, still battling away with that sweet left foot. And Barry O'Hare, or the two O'Connells as well, and then Barry O'Hare, like he is prolific scoring. Even with the Larry Juniors this year, he couldn't but score. He's just uh, a magnet to massive numbers after his second name in the in the in the papers. Um, so they'd be relying on him, but to me. Like like I was saying there, it it, it looks like it's uh, it's those four that are the contenders: Lanlear, Glide, Roach, and the Percy. The Percy purely on the pedigree, Roach on the form, Glide in the past few years, and Dunlear as probably the outside chance. Wouldn't surprise me now if the Westerns took a scalp, um, the Shawns as well, um, but the likes of Dowdles Hill, the Nicks Tones. Um, yeah, I am writing your chances off. The Malachies and the Mitchells could take a could take a scalp as well. That's it to get out of the group as well. But um, yeah, those four teams for me. Um, I'll put my head on the block and I'll say I'll say Glide. Glide will do the business this year. Yeah, I'll say I'll say Glide. Yes, and then opening round weekend. Friday night you have the Knicks and Roach in Stabannon quarter past seven. Um, everyone's favourite to win it outright. Um, think they'll get off to flying start against the Knicks. Then the second game, or the, the first game of, of uh, a double header in uh, the Clans on Friday night is Dowdles Hill and the Malachies. The Mals should put themselves in perfect position to top the group in Dundalk. Um, so next game in that half eight, Cahill and Gales and Stabannon, two boys, two teams eyeing each other up. Will Cahill and Gales pull off a shock? I don't think they will. I think Stabannon will have too much for them. Um, then I'm moving on to Saturday in uh, Loud Village. First of double header is uh, Animanian Rovers make their return again. The Mitchells, um, the Mitchells should knock that enthusiasm out of them um, and make maybe make a statement of themselves. Then Glide and the Westerns, that's probably the pick of all the games this weekend in the junior grade. Packed with a lot of good quality footballers, a lot of lads who have loud experience as well, local rivalry as well. Um, Glide should do it. It'll it'll show how, how where the heads are at either way, um, but I think Glide will win that. And then the last game on the Sunday, um, the Piercy again, the Seans. Um, nice gentle welcomer for the um, well the Shawns aren't fairly uh, welcoming in terms of physicality they're, they're letting the Piercy know uh, very much townies versus the country boys there uh, but the Piercy should have a bit more um, pizzazz for them 
Um, yeah, so that's that's my five winners for the weekend. The Piercy, Glyde, Mitchells, the Bannon, Malachies and Roach. So six winners. Yeah, thanks very much for listening. As usual, get involved on Loud Proud, Twitter, Facebook and uh, Instagram. I have launched the um, new look, Loud and Proud. Thanks very much to Grandson. Uh, I've marked it with these six podcasts. Hope you like it. I will have live updates from every venue at the weekend. Uh, so stay tuned to that. Have any questions or feedback, get involved. Do get in touch. Thanks very much for listening. She was cool, she was red hot I mean she was